And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you very much once again, the legendary John Bon Jovial, and welcome everyone to the only show where we share chats with the artists whose music we feature on each show. And we have a loaded show for you today. We're going to have a lot of fun and a lot of good music, and we're going to start right now with these guests. Uh, we'll talk about them afterwards. They call themselves Izzy's Caravan, and this is On the Pull. And here we go. Rode in the town in a limousine.
in our never-ending quest to bring you the best in indie music from all around the world, ladies and gentlemen. That's On the Pull by Izzy's Caravan from Pakistan. Yes, you heard me right. I said Pakistan. They're a blues rock outfit with an international flair. Can trace their roots directly to dire straits, money for nothing, and all the usual suspects, of course. Uh, guitar and vocalist is, of course, Izzy. And he started his musical journey by forming a three-piece band back in 2004, then became disillusioned with the music industry. <laughs> who hasn't? <laughs> yeah, who hasn't? <laughs> he took a decades-long respite from guitar and eventually returned to the instrument he loved just a few years ago. In December this past year, 2019, Izzy's Caravan released the EP Leo's Guitar, followed in February by another EP, Zephyr's. And his next EP, which is entitled On the Pull, the title track of which you just heard, is scheduled for July 17th of this year and uh, will be released on MTS Records. Our friend Michael and uh, all the gang over at MTS is, he says, this is a definite back-to-the-blues record and uh, says it. He wants it to be. He wants to try and push the boundaries a bit in terms of the lyrical themes as well. We'll be looking forward to the sounds coming out in July with Izzy's Caravan. Uh, they do have some music out right now, which you can uh, you can find on the internet and uh, check out for yourself. As I said, the album on the pull or the EP will be coming out July seventeenth. And uh, we're going to get started because we've got a lot of stuff coming up and a lot of interesting talk with some great people. So we're going to get things rolling right now. Our first guest is going to be an old friend of ours, Anthony Z. Donaldson from upstate New York, a promoter, entrepreneur, music man, and uh, just an all-around great guy. And he's bringing us some uh, some new music this week, as well as going to talk about uh, about what's going on in the music industry and he always brings us some interesting music. This time, he's not only bringing us the music, but he's bringing us the artist that made it. So let's listen right now to the Ryan Matter Band and Top of the Line. I said your mama don't know, but she dresses you funny. Friend who will tell you so I travel around trying to make some extra money Passing out like I'm a rolling in dough Well, I don't know what the good book says But when I go home Wanna go to the top of the line That's where I'm going, yeah See, I'm going, yeah Said I'm going to the top of the line And the shovels, they can wait their turn Just like I waited mine Then you'll find that somewhere down this road You're gonna find that there's one way to get there You see, I don't know what the good book says But when I go home Wanna go to the top of the line That's where I'm going, yeah 
friend Sometimes he gets lucky I give him my money And sometimes he wins He says, give me your money I feel lucky He says, give me your money I think I can win Well, I don't know what the good book says But when I go home Wanna go to the top of life That's where I'm going, yeah See, I'm going Said I'm going to the top of life. That's right, I'm going. Yeah, see, I'm going. Yeah, no, I'm going. Yeah, said I'm going to the top of Top of the line. That's the Ryan Matter Band, and he'll be joining us in just a second. First, we're going to bring in our old friend Z, who uh, presents us with this great music and is also going to be talking a little bit about what's going on in the music world and, and perhaps a little of what could be going on in just a moment. Z, hello there. How are you? DB, it's good to hear from you, old friend. How's things, man? Hey, we're hanging in there with the best of them. Glad to have you back on board with us. I understand you've been doing a little onboard work, uh, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But I'll tell you what, why don't you introduce your uh, your buddy Ryan Matter, who's standing by just waiting. Well, Dave, a couple of weeks ago you asked to send up some uh, local artists from the CNY, so I gave you a whole list of them, and right at the top of the list was my good friend Ryan Matter. That song you just played, Top of the Line, that song makes me want to grab a couple bottles of whiskey and drive right to Vegas and start gambling, I'll tell you. But here's my hey, listen, friend Ryan Swing by, swing by the me. Phoenix area first, and I'll ride with you. <laughs> you you're right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Is Ryan with us? Yeah, Ryan's yeah. here. Hello, Ryan. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, it's going all right. Now, I don't think I, I don't think you can hear each other, can you? Uh, I could hear him, but I don't know if we could hear each oh, other at the same okay. time. Okay, then, I Ryan, you can hear Z, too? Okay, yep. great. Jump in. Uh, take it away, Z. <laughs> so, Ryan and I connected a few, uh, maybe a couple years back, where uh, we have this thing called, in CNY, it's called the Animal Jam, and it's a benefit for the Stephen Swan Humane Society, which which is the local animal shelter. And Ryan right. has been so gracious in donating his time to the cause for the animals for a couple of years now. And that's actually how Ryan and I first linked up. And of course he's been a guest on my podcast, EC radio, which you can find on disruption network. Ryan's got Absolutely. a great story too. He's, he's originally from Los Angeles and uh, he moved to upstate yeah. New York and, and he's been rocking the CNY music scene for a couple of years now. Ryan, now how long have you been in central New York? Uh, let's see. I got up here. It's uh, I'm on my third year, third year up here. And, uh, when I first got up here, I was, uh, doing the solo acoustic thing and then, um, put a band together and been after it pretty much, uh, let's see, uh, I would say two and a half years now is, uh, when I put the band together. So we, uh, feel, we've done, I feel like you've been here for years. Oh, I, you know, <laughs> well, you know it's, it's, uh, 
This year, this really year it feels like Ryan I've been here for years because I haven't played in so long. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan and I were talking about this uh, yesterday or the day before, and uh, the fact that uh, not only is that a reversal of form, usually people go from you know upstate New York to Hollywood. He went the opposite route, and uh, of course I had gone. I've been there and back again, but uh, that's a whole other story. But it's uh, it's an interesting thing. We've we've almost crossed paths several times over the years between going back and forth, and of course my time in Southern California. But uh, Ryan, tell us a little bit, if you would, please, about your your music, your your thoughts that go into it, and you know wh- where you where it's taking you. Um, I mean, really, um, most of my songs are written um, about me. Um, life experiences that I've gone through or things that I've seen. And, um, you know, it's, uh, I've always just kind of been the type of person that, uh, if you can't write a song that that's going to have feeling to it, you know, I'm not much for, I don't really listen to a lot of music anymore because it just doesn't have, I, I don't connect to it. And, uh, so as a songwriter, I try to write songs that connect to people. And, um, you know, I, I feel like when I sit down to write one, I, uh, Usually if it, if it, if it, if it hits something in my nerve, then I know I'm like onto something and I'm like, all right, we can work on that. And then, uh, sure. I usually just try to go from there. Um, you know, uh, as far as most of that stuff, like, I mean, most of my influences really start coming out in the music, especially, uh, I was actually in the middle of mixing, uh, uh, one of my new songs. Um, we've been, uh, redoing some of my, uh, my back catalog. We've been redoing it with the new band because when I first did mm-hmm. it, it was in studio with studio musicians. So now we've been playing right. it live for a couple of years, and I'm like, hey, guys, what do you think about this idea? We've got a new record in the can, but we haven't started really pre-production on it yet. So I'm like, what if we go through and re-record these songs the way we play them live and try to capture it the way that we're playing them now and re-record Always them? a good feel. Yeah, always a yeah. good feel there. Jump on uh, so, jump. Oh, go ahead. So that's what we've been working on, and uh, you know, and um, not for nothing. Like we, uh, the, the 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 song that you just played, top of the line, we did that um, right when all this stuff first started. I think we recorded that uh, like March twenty first or March twenty second, um, which we had played the mm-hmm. week before that. But then everything got shut down, so we all got together in my garage right. and we went Facebook Live and recorded that on Facebook Live in real time, one take, one shot, boom, and I mixed it um, on my board. Wow. And then uh, we did uh, we did four songs that way that we released. We recorded five that day, but one didn't make it to the board. And um, so the the three that you have are three of the four that we recorded that day in one shot. Gotcha. And we did it all some on Facebook Live. Stuff. Yeah, some fresh stuff there. John Bon Jovi wants to jump in here. John, yes, I shall jump. Uh, I just I wanted to uh, touch on something, uh, Ryan. That um, you know, your David just asked you about you know your influences and this and that. Uh, but to further that question, when you uh, write a song, whether you're collaborating with Z or some of your cohorts with the band, uh, is it what influences you? Do, do, are you influenced uh, by lyric from other mu- from lyrics from other music, or are, are you environmentally uh, influenced? So, for example, you're in L.A. And you you drive through El Segundo, and everybody knows it stinks there. You know, are you gonna? Uh, <laughs> are, are, are you? <laughs> there's a joke there, but this is a family station. Well, we're gonna get yeah. the detail on that. <laughs> uh, but, but I mean, no, seriously though, are are you influenced by the environment of where you are at the time, or where you've been when it comes to writing your music? 
Um, actually, it's a, that's a that's a that's a great way of saying it. Um, most of the most of the songs that are uh, recorded on the uh, on the first album that I put out, um, which is some of the material that we're redoing, um, most of those songs were actually written um, at Griffith Observatory. Um, I would go up there at night before they closed, and I would sit. Um, they have a they have a um, a bust of James Dean, and basically, you know, his head from when they filmed uh, Devil Without a Cause. And, um, I would sit next to James Dean's, you know, bus there and I would sit next to him and I would look out over the city on a clear night and I'd just sit there and play my guitar. And it was always funny because, you know, there's always tourists up there and stuff. So like, I'd sit there with my guitar case and somebody would walk by, pick up my guitar case, throw a 10 in there, throw a five in there. And and, like, I'm like sitting up there writing songs. Like they're not even finished songs. I'm just up there noodling around and stuff. And all of a sudden I'd make tips for guests. But, um, you know, a lot of the songs that I did, they were written up there by Griffith Observatory. And then, um, you know, some of them were written at the beach, and then uh, some of them were written in uh, the state of Texas while I lived there. And uh, I think that it has a lot to do with, uh, you know, the way that some of my songs come out. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, some of them are life experience. Um, All Over Now, one of the songs that I sent over, I actually wrote that uh, in high school. Um, That was one of the first songs that I ever wrote by myself. Um, uh, And I wrote it when I was uh, 15. Okay, Do do you find a difference then in your... In, in the influence of your writing styles from uh, Griffith Observatory, which I haven't been up there in years, but uh, and and that to uh, Central New York, which you know is a totally different vibe, but has its own unique beauty. It, 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 do the two areas influence you in different ways? Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, uh, a lot of it usually starts out with uh, like a, a guitar pattern um, is where most of it starts out at, but. Uh, like I was a drummer before I was a guitar player. So a lot of my stuff starts out with a drum track in my head and I can hear the drums of what I would do if I was playing drums still. And then I'll start putting a guitar part to it and then I'll go over and start just humming lines until I can find basically the words I want to say, um, the story mm-hmm. I want to tell for the song. Um, but yeah, no, every, every, uh, every scenery is different. Um, you know, and, and I would say that it has a huge influence on, uh, on the writing style and, and, and the different things that you see to, to put to paper. Want to get oh, Z back in here. Want to get Z back in here before we run out of time, Z. In uh, 10 or 20 seconds, <laughs> tell us a little bit about what you've been up to as far as indie music is concerned. And I know you've got a, uh, you've got a unique idea that I wanted to explore with you. But tell us a little bit about what's going on with indie music back up there in upstate New York. Well, right now everybody's sitting on pause still, and but slowly but surely, live music is starting to come back into the fold in Central New York. Some of these pubs are starting to open up with outdoor seating and uh, some live entertainment, which is good. Um, it's probably going to be a little bit of a minute before we can see full bands and full capacity at some of these venues, but we will get to that point. What's really happening too is we're going to start doing a lot of backyard parties, and we're we're setting up you know bands and acoustic artists in in random backyards, and we're doing like what I call backyard tour. So we would go to my friend's house and another friend's house the next week, and just set up uh, live music. But the one thing that David was referring to is I'm thinking about doing a what we call a floating festival, and uh, where you can just go floating on a raft, and as you're floating down the river, and what we have here is called the West Canada Creek. We float down to West Canada, oh, yeah. and on the banks you will see an acoustic artist or a band playing, or and just float down the river a little bit more, and you see another band playing. So just something that we're working on right now and trying to change with the times um, because the future is so uncertain with the live music scene right now. 
That's a terrific idea, and I, I love the creativity. I mean, even if this idea never comes to fruition, the creativity that's flowing, you know something's going to come out of it. But I like this idea. I think it is really unique, and I think that it could very well be turned into something. I've seen rafting turn into big events in many other places, and uh, I, I love the West Canada Creek. It's a beautiful area. Where else could you go cruising on a raft catch three or four different acts, have a couple of brews, and go fishing at the same time. I mean, you can't beat it. The potential is there, and I, I would love, I would, I would give anything to be there to video it and put it on YouTube. I think it would be a viral success. It's a great idea. Uh, have, you, have you done any of these concerts or these impromptu uh, uh, sets yet? Well, right now we're just doing the backyard parties, yes. Um, but as far as the floating idea, that really hasn't come to fruition just yet. Still in the planning stages, we got to, you know, logistically figure out who's playing where and generators and power. And you guys all know water and power do not mix. So we got to make sure, yeah, we, we, you know, there's safety concerns as well. Sure. So, you know, there's a lot of logistics to figure out. And uh, me and the team are going through all the logistics now. And hopefully we can launch this sometime maybe in the midsummer. July, August, well, somewhere around that time. On that note, please do keep us informed. Keep us in the loop. Let us know what's going on. And uh, maybe we can even get you back in here. To, uh, uh, well, what would be ideal is you take your uh, take your cell along with you on the raft sometime and uh, do the show. We can pre-record a, uh, an interview and maybe some music while you're floating down the uh, West Canada Creek. That would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. Dave, before I get out of here, though, I just want to say thank you for the friendship throughout the many years. Uh, I love working with you guys. We've done this a few times throughout the years. So thank you so much for all the support that you've given me and all my endeavors. So I love what we've created, and, and I love coming on this show. So keep up the good work, fellas. Z, you've been nothing but a positive influence in the, in both the music world up there in upstate New York, but in the lives of many people too. And you've you've touched a lot of lives over the years, including uh, yours truly. And I'm so happy that our paths crossed at the Utica Music and Arts Festival all oh, those many 10, 12, 15 years ago, however long it was. Uh, it's been my pleasure all the way, and uh, I I hope that. Uh, we have many years of working together ahead of us. What have you got planned in the immediate future once you start getting things rolling again? Well, we, like I said earlier, we're just kind of waiting for the, the go button to be hit. And once it, it goes, you know, we'll be going full steam with creative concerts and doing some shows. And, of course, uh, back in my role at the Stanley Theater here in Utica. So looking forward to getting and back together in the entertainment industry, that's for sure. What a great venue the Stanley Theater is. I, I envy you that. That's a, uh, they have really they've, they've refurbished it, but they've kept it uh, pretty much original, haven't they? I haven't been back there, but what I've been reading about it. Well, the inside theater itself is exactly original from 1929, but uh, right. there has been an expansion that happened 10 years ago. They put like $6 million into it, and now it's a top-notch facility. I mean, we've got multiple dressing rooms and, and bathrooms, and there's a full kitchen, and it's just it's an amazing facility. And uh, hopefully when this all gets back going again and the entertainment industry is alive and kicking, the Stanley will be full with uh, people, and we'll be rocking out for sure. And I understand you've got a... Uh You've got a little bit of a uh, an eatery or something right next door to it. Yes, actually, there's a couple. There's a couple. There's Encora. Big shout out to my man Dan Leconte, uh, the Encora, and then there's Swifties and uh, 
big ups to my friend Steve Wood over there at Swifties too. They uh, both top notch, top notch restaurants, and uh, there's a couple other restaurants popping up too, left and right on Genesee Street. Utica's on this whole revitalization right now, and it's it's good to Fantastic. see. Fantastic. Yes, it is. It's good to see areas that are becoming revitalized and reborn, per se. And uh, Ryan, while you're standing here waiting uh, uh, for a chance to chat a little bit, what have you got coming up in your future? Um, well, I mean, uh, as of right now, like Z said, you know, all the all the live music is kind of uh, on shutdown right now. I did, uh, I did go play an outdoor show uh, last Saturday in Cooperstown um, at Boca Asteria. And then um, after that, um, we're working on, uh, like I said, we've been uh, kind of in the studio working on the revitalization of the songs and getting them re-released. And then uh, July 10th, we're playing in uh, Northern Maryland. I think that's our first show back is uh, July 10th, and we'll be down in Maryland. And then uh, we'll come back, and then uh, it's going to be a slow-going process, I think. You know, I think it's going to be mid-summer to mid to late summer before venues are comfortable opening yeah. back up and uh trying to go back with bands and you know That's it's going to be a, a group effort for all of us to to come up with solutions on how we how we kind of get back to doing what we do so um you know it's it's uh, uh wonderful to have guys like z and then we got you know uh, rich masucci who you know is the reason why i met z so you know they're all they're all advocates for the oh, yeah. for the local music scene and stuff and um you all know the it's yeah. Oh yeah. That's, and it's a matter of all of us kind of getting together. Yeah. And it's, you know, I think exactly. it's a matter of us all putting our heads together and coming up with a solution on uh, how to get back to work. Absolutely. Listen, I want to thank you both for coming and spending some time with us today. Z and uh, now Ryan, also part of the family. Glad to have you on board. We've got about, uh, I don't know, 20, 30 seconds left. Ryan, tell us about this next track we're going to play, uh, which I believe is also one of your uh, current releases all over now. All Over Now is actually a song that I wrote when I was 15 years old about a girl that I met uh, during a talent oh show. Uh, we were doing a talent show at my high school, and uh, she was in she was in the one of the dance uh, one of the dance teams that was right in front of us. Awesome! <laughs> that is awesome. Thank you so much. We will look hey forward guys, to having you. Hey guys, thank you so both. much. Oh, you're so welcome. Look forward to having you both come back and visit us again. And ladies and gentlemen, that was Ryan Matter, the Ryan Matter Band. And of course, our old buddy Z with us also. And here is the Ryan Matter Band. The, uh, I guess the little chat session is over, so this is appropriate. All over now. So beautiful, not to my surprise, girls like her ain't 
It is all over now. That's the Ryan Matter Band right here on the David Bowers Awards. What's the you, John Bon Jovial? Uh, nice interview. I enjoyed talking with them and with Z. Uh, good music. These guys have got their act together, and it's nice to hear that. Of course, everybody that we have on the show has their act together, or we wouldn't be talking to We've them. We've been now, very would fortunate, we? yes. That's right. That's right. And of course, <laughs> And, of course, our next guest is sitting in the green room saying, Gee, I hope we can keep it all together. <laughs> hey, that's one of the great things about the way we try to do this show. It's casual, like we're sitting in the living room chatting, come as you are, put your feet up on the coffee table. There's only one, but there actually, we have, we have two rules. One is uh, personal promotion, self-promotion is highly encouraged. And secondly, bring your own refreshments. Other than that, hey, totally casual. And, uh, oh, yes, <laughs> bring your own mask. Yeah, bring your I own mask. got to maintain that. the yeah. social distancing. We, definitely got to do that. Well, I think we've distanced enough right now to move on into our next guest's music. Uh, we have a, this great group I think you're going to love because, well, we've transcended genres already. We've gone from, uh, what, blues rock to some pop rock, and now we're going to do what has to be classified as a little country rock whatever you classify it as it's good fun music and i know you're going to enjoy one ugly cowboy here they are trading in my cowboy cowboy cheat cowboy i can keep the bond or sure and he thinks i ain't the wise Change the locks, bleach his clothes, key his truck, break his smoke, saddle up and top salute. I'm trading in my cowboy for a pair of cowboy boots. Bye bye, bye bye. 
Tom made for walking, walking, walking strong. He can beg, he can cry, please forgive, but it's bye bye. Giddy up, I'm on the move, I'm treading in my cab for a pair of cowboy boots. cowboy for a pair of cowboy boots. They call themselves One Ugly Cowboy, and uh, direct from Canada, here they are. Jane and Richard, come on in and say hi. Woo-hoo! Hello! Howdy, howdy. There you go. Yeah! I hope you guys aren't too bored sitting there waiting for us. <laughs> Absolutely. How can we be bored talking to you? <laughs> hey, listen, it's a pleasure to have you guys here, and uh, thanks for kicking our butts with that tune. That's a, that's a rocker. I like that. That really, really, that even got John Bon Jovial going. He actually oh. opened his eyes and smiled. I mean, oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does dentures fall yes, out? Or I, 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 I have my wall. moments, yes. <laughs> yes, <Yay>. you do. <laughs> so tell yeah, us. That's a fun song. All right, from, everybody's going to want to know this. The first thing we got to ask you is where did you come up with that name? Well, when we were we started putting the band together a while back, uh, we were doing auditions, which is you know for any band out there, it's a major pain in the butt. Doing oh, band. absolutely tedious. <laughs> but anyway, we had one guy come in and he just had the worst bloody attitude on, on earth. Oh, but you know we went through the motions <laughs> and all that stuff. Real, really nasty guy. And when he left, I turned to Jay and I said, "Wow, that's one ugly cowboy." Oh, that is awesome. (laughs) We have been talking about 14 trillion names, and as soon as Richard looked at me and he said, that's one ugly cowboy, I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it had a ring to it. 
That's a classic. I wonder if he has any idea. <laughs> he doesn't. Oh, no, no. I, I've cleaned it up a bit, so I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's oh, we just, be interesting. Bad day, I, guess. Yeah, I love him, you know. It'd be interesting to see after this gets on if uh, he happens to hear this show, uh, if you get a letter from him saying, uh, what about that uh, ugly cowboy guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you oh, never know, eh? There you go, really, eh? So, so since the uh, since the origin of the name, how long you guys been together? We have been together uh, almost, I guess, about five years now. We've uh, yeah, five years with the band. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. our debut EP in 2015, "Get Your Ugly On," and we just yeah, we released our first full length album early this year, pre pandemic. <laughs> and then, yeah, absolutely bad timing. That's all. Hey, listen, in, in, in some ways it's good timing because people got to stay home. They listen to more music now. That's that, true. That's a good point. Yeah, uh, that's one yeah. thing that listening, streaming, even radio is up. Although radio isn't up that much, but streaming is uh, is way up. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. It's 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 just crazy out there with streaming. Okay, I look wait, at some wait, people's wait, numbers. Wait a it's I, unbelievable. I, I, I got a question here. You say people are staying at home and they're supposed to be listening to more music. I thought it was, I thought we were supposed to eat more food. Well, we do that too. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why the Michelin the man came looking for more diets. <laughs> Absolutely, one ugly fat cowboy by the end of the pandemic. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, one fat ugly cowboy. <laughs> hey, there you go. We got it. We got to find out the ugly. <laughs> hey, I got a question for you guys. Uh, now, as as David may have or may not have explained to you, I never get to hear the music until we actually play it on the show, so he can get my reaction. And you know, he had mentioned that uh, we're making the transition from uh, blues and rock into, to country, and so you know, I'm kind of expecting uh, you know something uh, the the pedal steel guitar that's so thick you can cut it with a knife, but. Uh, right, right. I, I, I'm, well, I'm I listening to this country rock. Yeah, well, and and I like I like the fact that it has a definite three four rock beat to it, but there is something about the message that is strictly country, and I want to know how you guys came up with the idea to blend the two styles like this in such a unique fashion. Well. That's well, a very good question. That's a very good question. Well, it's actually, it's a, it's a song that Jane wrote, and she came in and she played it for me, but it didn't really have any chords or form to it, but she knew in her head what she wanted to hear, so you know, I sort of put my little two cents worth in. But it's, uh, well, we'll come back, you know, we were, I think we're babies of the 80s, you know, with a lot of rocks influences, and then country Country has changed so much. The borders have widened so much on country that there's stuff that would never be called country, you know, ten years ago. So it's it's really amalgamation of those two. And there's sort of no rules anymore. You know, you just sort of people are using samples and some crazy sounds and loops, and uh, it's come a long way from your traditional country. I think you know. And for me, it was the the title came. It was just one of those. I think every songwriter out there can knows what I'm talking about when you're just walking the dog and all of a sudden, you know, a title comes swishing into your head and it's just like, I have no idea actually came from, but it was, 
completely inspired and then then the lyrics kind of just sat down and you write them out and and the song gets created it was one of those wild kind of moments where the song kind of created itself in me and then i presented it to richard it was weird <laughs> uh, well you you jane you formerly uh cut your chaps as they say uh doing Janis Joplin, you did a tribute oh. to Janis Joplin. Would would I be correct in guessing that you probably have a little more of the rock influence and Richard might be the country influence? Um, we're pretty both ground and country, but um, it's weird. I don't know. I think we're both so diverse in a lot of things. I know for me, doing Joplin, I've got a lot of blues in stuff I'm Right. I don't know uh, if people want to check out the record. There's um, our new album. Um, there's um, I'm Sorry I Couldn't Love You, which is completely blues-influenced. Joplin had a huge effect on me when I was a kid. And um, trying, I didn't actually realize what an incredible singer she was until you actually try to sing what she sung. And it's like, are you mm-hmm. fucking kidding me? Yeah. This woman was... Watch it. We're, we're Canadians, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Cana- like, oh Canadians are nice, remember? So are you. Oh. <laughs> I know we are nice. But, yeah, I was just, like, swept away by her, like, just the emotion that swoops through her. So, um, yeah, that, for me, that influences somewhat how I write is, is blues rock. Richard? Is. Yes, you're right. Very nicely done. Yes, dear. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Know. I like all kinds of stuff. You know, I'm all over the place. You know, I like. I love everything from Neil Diamond, Al Jolson, to country, to rock, to Bon Jovi, everything. You know, it all just sort of gets mashed. It's no matter what I try to do, you know, it's just that's the way it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> now you two yeah, wrote all the songs. I'm sorry? You two wrote all the songs on the Ride with the Wind album, is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, and Richard did the production. Yes. He produced okay. the whole now, record, yeah. And and the EP. Now, Richard, when you guys are working together and you come up with this music, you head in as you did for the Ride with the Wind album, and I can't wait to play the title track when we uh finish talking here because I love that track. But oh, when thank you get you. in there you're welcome. When you get in the studio and you're in production mode, how much do you have times where you'll find something and you want to tweak it and you say, you know what, we need to do this or that song should have this instead of what we did? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a Gemini. I do everything twice or three, four, five times. <laughs> he's, yeah. qu- qu- he's the king of tweaking. Oh, my God. Like, just when you think a song is done, it's not. It's It's yeah, well, see, with the luxury, we started recording at home. We have a home studio, so oh, great. it's so much easier to, oh, you know, we'll have dinner. Oh, I got another idea. Let's go back and change that to this. And, Jane, let's come in and sing this again. Let's try this. Let's try that. It's just so easy when you have the tools at hand rather than booking studio time, which is, you know, a different, completely different animal. So, uh, yeah, we do a lot of, uh, it's, it's things change constantly and uh we have that luxury of trying it and if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't but uh yeah it's great having it at your fingertips you know well you've worked with the uh you've worked with a few 
uh, names of people that uh, listeners would recognize. So you're not uh, you're not just breaking into the business. You've got some experience of your own there. Yeah, I'm sort of breaking out of the business. <laughs> I'm coming out the coming out the other end now. <laughs> uh, don't put yourself down. <laughs> You work for you. You you've worked to get where you are, and uh, your record shows. Who, well, who have you worked with? Now I know I know you worked with. Uh, you've opened for a lot of name artists. You've uh, Brian Adams, uh, uh, Steppenwolf, which uh, yeah yeah they remember Nazareth and people like that. Who have you worked with that uh, that they would recognize? That I've actually worked. I haven't really worked with anyone famous other than opening. Uh, like the okay, mentioned there. Yeah. Okay. Although I did, you, I did a little bit. I did a little bit of work with David Tyson, who wrote uh, Black Velvet. One of the writers he produced that. Okay. Yeah, he grew up. You worked. With, you worked with some Juno winners over the years too, didn't you? Uh, yeah, he worked with uh, uh, Lydia Taylor Band. Yeah, yeah, she got a Juno for uh, Most Promising Female a few years back, and uh, yeah, that was fun. And Jane, you have a uh, you have a surprising little thing in your resume too. You're an award-winning actor. You know what? She's amazing. <laughs> I met Richard. You know, I was music's always been the thing that's driven me. And then we were living down in LA. We were we had really great management with um, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Um, yeah, Jerry Tolman, yeah. And then, and then we... We never actually believed it, but I think he actually was their, their and, manager. And then we came up, <laughs> we were living down in L.A., and then we came up from Vancouver, and then it was sort of like we were down there following the dream, and I, I, I know everyone out there can kind of... Relate. But yeah, you can get it. But then we came up to Vancouver, and we'd had a bit of the wind kicked out of us because we didn't quite get the record deal, even though we were working with some pretty heavy folks. And then I came up to Vancouver and uh, just started following my second passion, which was acting, and I started actually making a really good living of it. So it was fun. We always, Richard and I have always kept writing. And, uh, yeah, I've been really blessed that I've been able to make a, a living in, as an actor. Um, and then, yeah. So. Oh, yeah, because living in Vancouver, a lot of stuff was being shot in Vancouver, right? A lot of good shows. It's a beautiful yeah. city, Vancouver is. Uh, yeah, it I've is. been up there a few times and uh, also over to Victoria to, you know, look at the Parliament and say, wow, what a neat-looking building. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, I want to uh, step back just a little bit, uh, Jane, that, you know, you had mentioned uh, or David had mentioned uh, your um, a, a, attempts to pay tribute to Janis Joplin. And and maybe attempts is the wrong word, and I apologize if that's offensive. Yeah, I, was gonna I truly say. don't mean it to be that way. Uh, my, I think probably one of my favorite nice, songs. Nice by her, yeah, I think one of my favorite songs by her is uh, "Ball and Chain." And oh. <laughs> ah, we used to do that. Yeah. Uh, because she is just she just wails on that, and yeah. you can you can tell from watching the old films from the Monterey Pop Festival and such that yeah. uh, she just completely loses herself in it. And if you yeah, were amazing. Yeah, if you were able to get even a portion of that, then I, I seriously gotta tip my hat to you because that's a very, very difficult thing to do. And 
Well, um, we we played that song back then, and then we we wanted to do it again, maybe in this band, and we said, eh, let's do our own ball and chain. So Jane wrote a song called "I'm Sorry I Couldn't Love You." If you get a time, check it out. It's on the album, and it's sort of our take of a ball and our version of ball and chain. But, well, not our version, but you know what I mean. It's no, sort I, of I, I interpretation for and ball it, and chain. Yeah, an interpretation yeah. or, that, or a take crazy. on it. I want to use this as the, I want to use this as an opportunity to slide into having you tell the folks how they can find your music and find you online. Um, well, we're all over social media, anywhere you want to look. Uh, we're oneuglycowboy.com, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, anywhere there. Those are the, probably the four best places to find us. Website being the main one because it's got everything. But, yeah, sure. just, uh, we would love it if people would check us out because as an indie band, and we know there's a lot out there, um, we appreciate support from folks that are just hungering for music that's, they haven't heard. Yeah, we appreciate guys like you who you know take the time to want to talk to us. You know, yeah. it's great. Well, we appreciate you coming by and spending time with us and explaining, you know, telling your story and uh, talking about your music. And I love. Uh, last note I'm going to make here is I love your mission statement because it it sums up pretty much what you've been telling us. Live your dreams and never give up. Yep. And get your ugly on. Damn <laughs> but, right. Uh, your your mute. Your music, I can see here the draw from everything you've told us, uh, the uh, the Janis Joplin, the soul of the music, uh, your country influences, and obviously your rock, and it it comes to a nice amalgam there in, uh, for example, in Trading in Your Cowboy. Uh, what, a, uh, what a stomp and sound that is. Also, this next track we're going to play, got a few seconds. Can you tell us a little something about Ride with the Wind? Well, Ride with the Wind, we wrote, Richard and I, um, like we said, we've always just been living our dream on a wing and a prayer. And we were, um, we had moved, this is years back, we'd moved down to Los Angeles on a wing and a prayer, living in a a rental apartment. Uh, Obviously, we couldn't work because we are Canadians, but we were, we had money stowed away, so we lived down there for about six months, and... um, and the money was gone. <laughs> and that, uh, that song came to us. We were sitting on a couch, on our couch that we'd bought for 35 bucks. And <laughs> we really, truly didn't know what tomorrow would bring. And it was completely inspired. It's one of those moments that I will never forget where it's just all we've got is now. You know, we don't know what tomorrow will bring. Absolutely. All we've got is now. So that's Absolutely. where that one came from. Just ride with the Fantastic. wind. Fantastic. Thank you so much once again for being with us. Do keep in touch with us. Let us know what's going on. Uh, let us know about your uh, your releases and uh, your when you get back on the road, when you're doing some traveling. Uh, we'd like to share the word with our listeners, and we'd like to follow the lives and careers of our guests. You're sort of like family once you're on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, they call themselves One Ugly Cowboy. This is the title track from their album, Ride With The Wind. Come 
makes me wish I could sing because I just want to jump in there and sing along with it. Ladies and gentlemen, they call themselves One Ugly Cowboy. You can find them all over online by that name. We thank them. We thank Z. We thank Randy Matter for all of you being with us and making us a fun show today. Ladies and gentlemen, we look forward to seeing you back here again next week. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Absolutely. Well, folks, you've done it again. You spent another perfectly good hour here with us at the David Bowers Awards. And you know what? We really are grateful that you have given us your attention again this week. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and of course from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and is available for free in most major streaming 
streaming services. Be sure to follow the David Bowers Awards on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, of course. And you can also find us on college radio networks all over the country on the College Underground Radio Network. Pretty cool. Join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM. That's 106.3 on your FM radio dial, Rochester Free Radio, and Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 to 7 p.m. UTC. Until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick, our magnificently, marvelously geeky engineer, I am yours truly, the lovably legendary John Bon Jovial, saying love each other, keep your distance, wash your hands. We'll see you right here next week on the David Bowers Awards.